You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. You know, the first thing that most people do on Sunday is get up, get ready, go to church, start their day, come out of church, continue on for the rest of the day, maybe spend time with family. Typically. Over the last few years, there's been some adjustments for a lot of people. I know for myself, I get a lot of my quote-unquote church service now virtually. Plug it in on YouTube or or Facebook or maybe a replay of a dynamic online of uh, different messages, different sermons or speeches or motivational conversations, however you want to dialogue them. Because for me, I do um, tend to not only listen to spiritual leaders, I also do uh, listen to uh, thought-provoking conversations, I guess you can say. And I'm not going to go into the whole New World Order, but... I definitely am one to um, tap into things that are going to feed me in a way dynamically that does not necessarily create a huge amount of bias toward a specific group or or place or thing, right? But becoming more aware. And in that awareness, um, I think that you tend to start paying attention to things that are going on around you. And the one thing that I, I tend to find that sometimes we don't catch or see as easily is our own behavior. And because we're outputting it, unless we're sensitive enough to hear ourselves or to see ourselves, sometimes we're not even aware of what we're outputting. Let's go a little deeper. Let's say... Um, you're going through something that is pressing you, or maybe there's a multitude of things. It could be a job, it could be family dynamics, it could be social uh, situations, it could be a realm of things, but you're not where you normally would be. And so because you're not necessarily a happy place for something, maybe you're reacting in a way in which you're not normally yourself. And that could lead you down to a path of being conceived as being more negative or judgmental, um, maybe even destructive at times. I think that it's easy to get into this path of, you know, being irritated or feeling some kind of way. And then it it comes off another way. It can It can lead to make you believe that or for others to believe that maybe you're being judgmental, critical, um, non-sensitive. You're, maybe you're not as relaxed about certain things, and they can tell it. But for us, we don't necessarily feel that we may be in that space. You may feel justified in your feelings. It could be a multitude, that are, multitude of things that are bearing on you that's creating this kind of atmosphere. And I know that it's been times I've been been told that I could be judgmental. And in hearing it, it makes you go, wow, me, I'm being judgmental? Why? You know, you might question it. I know I'm a person that's going to ask questions for myself, too. Um, but even in that, maybe at that moment, it, it doesn't cause for judgment. It calls for grace. 
because maybe we're not seeing the full picture or understanding the full picture. And maybe we're reacting because we're looking just from our lens and not from the full perspective. Because maybe we don't have all of the information to properly understand. So yesterday I was interesting enough listening to a spiritual leader that I've been watching over some time and became aware of a circumstance that has left him to be considered uh, less appropriate in regards to some decisions or actions. And that led additionally to a public response and outcry and criticism. And, and it just made me think, you know, instead of passing judgment, we should maybe sometimes make some room for grace because we don't know the whole situation. We don't know the whole part of this. I can tell you that just from the things that we've been hearing on a day-to-day basis on social media and the news and conversations and chat rooms and blogs, it's easy to take something that's being posted, run with it, and make a decision and judge it. That's very easy to do. But how much more would it take for you to maybe look a little deeper, read further, or to maybe have some consideration that maybe you just should give that person some grace? Yep, it's Monday, y'all. Let's go. It's Sunday's Monday Motivation. Greetings. My name is Eluth Espinoza, founder of Anthony's Voice, an organization named after my grandson, Anthony Brown. Anthony was diagnosed with autism at the early age of three years old. He is currently 21 years of age and is still considered nonverbal. Our journey has been one of many challenges as well as unimagined rewards. This year, for Autism Awareness Day, April 2nd, we're proud to announce our community partnership of Anthony's Voice and LoudmouthRadio.com. This month, Anthony's Voice will have a four-part series each Thursday of the month. Radio segments that will bring two communities together to discuss autism, share resources, highlight individuals on the spectrum, it's fundraisers, and so much more. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. No matter the time or the season, we're open and available 24-7. Shouldn't your dealership be too? Carumba.com, the convenient online used vehicle marketplace. Register your independent dealership now. Just the very thought of this subjective matter today makes me already feel like, wow, maybe there's some areas here with some interactions with some people recently that I should have some consideration for. And let me express the, the, the analogy of that thought. So as I mentioned, there uh, has been this uh, outcry of a spiritual leader's decision and um, I'm, I'm not going to let it be in the end, in the wind. I'm going I'm to kind of speak on it a little more. So I've shared some of uh, Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, some of their uh, part of their sermons, part of their uh, their uh, uh, conversations with uh, their spiritual leader, Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd, who I've come to really take, just taking a liking to him. And I, I like his uh, his raw ability to be, 
frank about who he is, where he's come from, what he's done, his faith and his walk and his decisions to move forward in a, in a direction in which maybe did not look like it was for him. But he continued on his family, his 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 family's background and dynamic. And I'm I'm, I'm a new uh, I'm new to him. And I, when I say I'm new to him, I'm not somebody that has had a, a long amount of um, overzealous impressions of him or have heard things about him. I actually watched some of his sermons and just kind of took him in as, as I was getting them. And so a friend of mine um, has been uh, paying, paying and following him, uh, paying him attention and following him for some time, which is how I did find out about him. So on Easter Sunday, he had a big production that was done, and he did not preach on that Sunday, but a huge production that was done at his church, um, which I have not watched in entirety. I did see parts of it. I didn't see all of it, um, but it was extremely dynamic. I mean, theatrical, um, the usage of sound and vision, you know, those things just made me feel really, really excited, of course, because that's kind of my realm. Um, but there was a message. There was there was significant messages, of course, that layered all the way through. I mean, as a kid, we all had the Easter speech. We got up, Jesus wept, <laughs> hung him on the cross. You know, we all had something that we nervously pushed out and performed songs. We did Easter egg honey, got cute, got dressed. But, you know, you know, the traditional aspect of what Easter may have been growing up. Um and so it's funny because I, I recognized that he and his family had taken a vacation and he was on vacation. So there were different leaders that were, you know, taking a service and, and, and keeping things going for a couple of weeks. But in that time period, um, there became a lot of response to this production and, um, you know, just some not so cute dynamics saying that the man was worshiping the devil. It was blasphemous and just all kinds of stuff like his church is being led to this and that. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, um, you know, that in itself uh, <laughs> it's a, it says a whole lot. And, you know, not to say that as a spiritual leader, he doesn't have a responsibility. He does. And even in that, um, I think that people forget that there is still a person beyond the pastoral robe or pastoral stance or pastoral title or pastoral position. And I feel like there's many times it's easy for uh, the common person and, and, and whomever to say whatever they feel. We're in that day and age where it's easy to press post and, and make a comment and make a statement and and then it just goes and adds to the funnel, right? Um, but even outside of this, but yesterday I really had a moment to kind of t- to listen to even Pastor Todd's uh, conversation to, to the church, to the to, to the followers, to, to those who would tune in. And there was another worship leader um, that that actually did the service yesterday. And it was just all apparent that you could see um, the beatdown. He mentioned the beatdown and how it, it made him feel and that he had to, to just rest on what he believed and knew to be what he knew to do and what God had showed him or what he felt to do. But it didn't take away seeing the man. Um, you could see the hurt. You could see the pain. You could see the aspect of 
the the draining feelings and emotions and 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 what that toll takes that you know what that toll took on him and it just made me go from there to think about just myself and other people that I know that are dealing with things where people are making decisions or thought thought practices or, or thought patterns in reference to you your behavior your decisions your conversation you know um it, it doesn't fall under one dynamic, but areas where people feel like they're making the decision of judgment about you. And I know that Pastor Todd is not the only person that has had judgment passed. Let's not stay there, right? So even myself, I know that there's dynamics at play all the time that, you know, I, I come on here, I talk on a radio show that's that's accessible to millions of people at anywhere in the world on hundreds of platforms, on hundreds of apps. And people may agree or disagree with what I say. They may feel like that my decision to say what I'm saying is based on certain factors. But does that mean that there's a full picture understood? Is there enough for you to make a judgment call or a situational decision or a a thought process to say that this person is this or that person is that? I feel like we're just at this point in time in life where we're, we're finding it easier more to judge versus to give grace in circumstances. Because many, many, many times we don't have all the facts. Even in a courtroom, you're supposed to be judged amongst your peers. There's supposed to be this level of evidence that, that provides without a reasonable doubt that this crime was committed or consideration. How many times does that not actually fully occur? We ain't going to go there, right? Um, I just feel like we're at this point of where we are in need of better opportunities to give grace and to not be so quick to judge everything. I, I think it's easy to react to things um, in conversation, in interaction with other people. And if we're already feeling slighted or if we're already going through something, then sometimes maybe that's not the best time to interact or engage with somebody. Because you may be coming from a position that is not fully clear and is not fully understood, and it causes greater confusion or can cause a communication uh, to be um, encrypted, it could <laughs> it can make you despondent to the point that somebody could be so far away from where your intentions are that it leaves you baffled that they even considered you to be this type of person or that consideration. Trust me, I've had the experience, I've lived the experience. Even in my current time period, there's times when there's things that are not leveled and not clear from one aspect to the other and it creates a lack of a real situation. So I think that it's important to, I'm not saying for you to give a dialogue to every decision, to give a circumference of reasons as to why you're being or doing or acting or saying or thinking. I'm not saying that. 
I am saying though, and this is this is from a distance of statement, meaning that we can't control other people. What we can control is ourselves and where we stand and how we act and you know the formulations of our thoughts and how we carry those to the next person. So even though you may not be able to control the needle when it comes to people's judgments of you, we should maybe start with ourselves about thinking about the the aspect of our judgment of others. Because I'm sure that there's been a time that you've been misunderstood. I'm sure there's a time that you have been wrongfully accused of being, doing, or uh, approached in a way that maybe did not match up to what your actions were. And in that moment, you can remember feeling like this sucks or that is so incorrect and you're so far off (laughs) that you're not even close or you just may have been hurt. And and really didn't know how to express the 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 whole picture at that time, but it just made you cowered in and, and left you to a point of almost no words. These are real things that are happening constantly, even in your workplace. You know, it, it's not uncommon. You have people that are your peers, your supervisors, your managers. And a lot of times there's sometimes a a position where there's a thought process being made and maybe they don't fully see the whole dynamic and you may have an opportunity to talk about it, to talk through it. Sometimes the discussion comes in a form of of writing. Sometimes the conversation comes in a form of shouting. Sometimes it comes in a form of silence. Um, but you have to think about what that means for you right now and how much of a difference can it make if you know, today, Monday is the first day of the week. Uh, maybe not be so quick to make judgment decisions about something or someone without having a better aspect of, of coming to that conclusion. And let's say you got more than enough information. Maybe you have more than enough opportunity to conversate in re- reference to it. Um, but does that mean you can't give grace? That's only a decision you can make. And you probably wonder, like, Sonny, why would you say to give somebody grace, even in their wrongdoing or maybe they the decision of how they're doing things is not their most appropriate? And Well, let me ask you this. How many times have you made bad decisions? How many times were you allowing something to go or happen or linger or do? Or maybe you participated in something that wasn't serving you at a time. And maybe that person was there for your mess up, your mess ups, your mistakes, your hiccups. Did they put their emotional take on you and make you feel bad for your decision that you made? Um, did they stand by you? Did they give you comfort in knowing that this is something that could pass and that is only at this moment? And maybe, you know what? Yeah, maybe this was not the best decision for you, friend. Maybe this wasn't the best decision that you made. But... It's not for me to persecute you further. It's not for me to make you feel bad. You're already most likely experiencing something that has already gave you enough understanding that maybe you made a bad judgment about something. Or, you know, maybe you made all the decisions or maybe you made all of the the, the fact of decisions that was best given to you in that position. 
And now you're just trying to navigate the process. And maybe you, you know, you owe up to what that mistake or that situation or that decision was. It may not necessarily have been a bad decision for all aspects, but you made the decision. So I just feel that um, I remember having this topic in mind yesterday as I was uh, watching and listening to service and doing some reading and kind of had a meditative moment. And I remember writing this title down early yesterday, like 11 o'clock in the morning yesterday. And I knew that I was going to talk on this, but I had to get to the point where I could clearly um, speak on it and, and give some thought behind it. And I think that it's, um, it's so relevant. I don't know why today, but today is the day in the decision in which I've said today was important enough for this conversation to be had. So I want for whomever's listening um, to maybe today, before you, you know, if you're, if you're at work or if you're dealing with a, a family dynamic or a social dynamic, maybe you're talking to a friend or something today. But if somebody comes to you with something, and it may be already something challenging for them to deal with or do, and they trust you enough to talk to you about it or address it, maybe listen before you react or say something. And just listening sometimes is the grace that a person needs. Sometimes giving a positive response is all the grace that they need. Sometimes no response and just maybe an embracement is all the grace that they need. Or maybe even an apology is the grace that they need. Um. I'm going to give you another one. Maybe you're in a position to do something that they can't do, that maybe they're overwhelmed, they're challenged in the capacity, and you can see them struggling about something or with something, and you are in a position to make a difference. That could be the grace that they need. And I promise you, in you giving that and recognizing that, you're already... Your 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 a part of you is already evolving into a greater space as a greater person, as a greater human being. Even if it's something as simple as allowing somebody to go in front of you because they're in a store with holding a bunch of stuff in their hand and they're struggling to honor the line and they didn't get a card. <laughs> and they're about to drop everything that they have, but they're honoring the fact that you were in front of them. Maybe give them grace and I'll let them go ahead and let them put all that stuff down and just let them check out. Maybe today somebody is driving erratically and crazy and they're, you know, and our first thoughts is like, man, this is a fool. He's driving crazy. Maybe there's something he's running to that has got him feeling like, oh, my God, I got to get there. I'm losing my family member or something's going on. I have emergency crisis or something is happening. Give him grace. Let him go by. You never know how it's also serving you in the same sense. And I think that um, being able to recognize that moment is also critical. Because it's also a growth factor that you are becoming more sensitive to the aspect of your awareness of things around you. People, places and things. 
Um, part of that sermon yesterday, honestly, was another factor that tapped into that, being aware and being sensitive, how we've become so insensitive. And we don't necessarily mean emotionally, but just consciousness, awareness. And it, it does dive over into so many things. You know, our children, you know, our children are in a, in a, in a new dynamic in which we weren't. And they may be um, going through something and you're not even paying attention enough to see. And even if you're asking them and you're talking to them and you're seeing them in, in, in certain moments in time, but are you doing enough to really align to see the full picture instead of making a judgment on what you feel it is or what it could be? You know, maybe give them the grace of creating a space that's safe enough to come to you and talk to you. And don't be so quick to judge what they have to say to you. Because the ultimate thing is you don't want them to shut down on you. You don't want them to, to, to push you out. And I think that goes the same in the relationships too. Whatever the relationship, whatever the dynamic. So I'm just being uh, obedient today. And for whatever the reason, it felt like that conversation needed to be given today to you that's listening, that has the opportunity to take this and do it, do it as you will. Um, Sunny's Monday Motivation is part of my empowerment series that is, is designed to, to, to give you some thought, to give you some moments of like, let me slow down enough to hear what's being said, because maybe this is something I could take and use it and apply it. And if you're not taking the time to listen to this, it is only a podcast, man. It can play while you're in the car. It can play while you're at your desk. It can play while you're doing your chores. It can play while you're doing your cleaning. It can play while you're just sitting. So, y'all, let's not make excuses as to why we can't make the time to be more sensitive, to be less judgmental, and to give more grace. I appreciate y'all. Let's 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 go ahead and uh, wrap it up because I think I I think I I win enough for you to get it, and I appreciate your time today. And you know what? I want you guys to um, I'm gonna post this on our Facebook page. It's gonna go out into some of our feeds on our Twitter and stuff like that. And uh, you can go to our Live My Radio page. Um, you can go to LiveMyRadio.com. And leave your comments about this episode also if you'd like. I would love your feedback. And maybe you might be feeling open and transparent enough to share with me that you applied this today. And maybe there was a dynamic that uh, you experienced. And this exact moment came up to where you had to, to give grace. I believe it's in you. I know it's in you. It's just the fact of you knowing that it's there. All right, y'all. Be empowered. Be inspired. I give love to you guys all the way across the airwaves. Have a fantastic day. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. This episode is sponsored by Loudmouth.com, the number one small business online network. We're putting the word out about small business. Put your business on the referral network online that wants to put the word out about you. Thirty point seven million small businesses in the U.S creating 1.5 million jobs annually. Small business accounts for 64% of new job creation in the U.S. There's strength in numbers. 
no matter what we face, know that there's strength in us. Because of you, we're able, we're capable, we're resilient, and we are available because we are small business. And together, we're the economy. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.